This evening I bring us a message, Unlocking Our Destiny Supply. Unlocking Our Destiny Supply, and I'm looking at three keys. The key of giving, which was just mentioned by uh, Pastor Washira, the key of faith, and also the key of obedience. Three keys that will unlock our destiny supply. I'm picking our reading from Genesis chapter 22 from verse 1 to 8, and then we shall be picking from verse 13 to 14. Genesis chapter 22 from verse 1 to 8, and then we'll also be picking uh, verse 13 and 14. The Bible says, sometime later, God tested Abraham. He said to him, Abraham, here I am, he replied. Then God said, take your son, your only son whom you love, Isaac, and go to the region of Moriah. Sacrifice him there as a burnt offering on a mountain I will show you. On a mountain that I will show you, the Bible continues to say, that early the next morning, Early the next morning, Abraham got up and loaded his donkey. He took with him two of his servants and his son Isaac. When he had cut down enough wood for the burnt offering, he set for the place God had told him about. On the third day, Abraham looked up and saw the place in a distance. Verse 5, he said to his servants, Stay here with the donkey while I and the boy go over there. We will worship and then we will come back to you. Verse 6, Abraham took the wood for the burnt offering and placed it on his son Isaac. And he himself carried the fire and the knife as the two of them went on together. Isaac spoke and said to his father, Abraham, father, yes, my son. Abraham replied, the fire and the wood are here. Isaac said, But where is the lamb for the burnt offering? <clears throat> Verse 8, Abraham responds. Is Abraham answered, God himself, God himself will provide the lamb for the burnt offering, my son. And the two of them went together. And may the Lord bless his word. Father, we thank you. We thank you that you are our source. We thank you that you supply every need. We thank you that silver and gold belongs to you. The earth and the fullness thereof belongs to you. Everything we have, everything we are belongs to you. And therefore, Lord, we come at a place of understanding that you are the owner of all. And therefore, we are only custodians of the things that you've bestowed upon us. And we thank you that you are our source. We bless you and we honor you because we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Unlocking our destiny supply. Heaven's resources are unlimited. Heaven's resources are unlimited and it's good for us to get to the place of understanding that in heaven there is no uh, limitation or shortfall of anything. 
Heaven's resources can never and will never be depleted. Hallelujah. God's resources are beyond the human comprehension. We live in a world of limitation. But there is a God who is beyond all the limitations of man. The Bible says in Psalms 24 verse 1, The earth is the Lord's and everything in it, the world and all who live in it. For he founded it on the seas and established it in the waters. God has made everything and has made everything for himself and has made everything for his glory. Therefore, heaven is amply supplied. And therefore, we can tap into the resources of heaven and be able to enjoy the benefits of the kingdom because heaven's supply is not limited. The Bible says in Psalm 145, verse 15 and 16, the eyes of all, the eyes of all look to you and you give them their food at their proper time. Psalm 145, verse 15 and 16. The eyes of all look to you, look to God. And you give them their food at the proper time. You open your hand and satisfy the desires of every living thing. Imagine that. That the eyes of all look up to God. Therefore, heaven's resources are not limited. Because when God opens his hands, he satisfies everything that he created. He satisfies your need. He satisfies my need. The Lord will meet all your needs. Because heaven's supplies are not limited. Let's go to the first key. The key of giving. Pastor Ashira just mentioned about giving. The world system says when you are giving, you are actually losing. The kingdom principle says in your giving, that is where you are receiving. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that many other sons will be able to receive the blessing of sonship through Jesus Christ the son of the living God. The Bible says in Genesis 22, from verse 1 and 2, sometime later God tested Abraham. Sometimes God will test you. Why will God test you? God will test you because sometimes we can be worshipping idols in terms of money, in terms of things, in terms of property, and think that the things that we honor the most are our source. And probably this evening, you have a good bank account. And that is good to have a, a good funds flowing in your account. But let me remind you as I remind myself that that is not your source. Your bank account is not your source. Your job is not your source. Your business is not your source. Why am I saying this? Because you've just read from Psalm 24. The earth is the Lord's and everything in it, including yourself, including myself, including the life that we have, it belongs to him. It belongs to God. So God sometimes will test us. The reason is because there are things we seem to be worshipping and they become our God. 
And therefore God will put us to a test so that we no longer worship these things. Because only him should be worshipped, even in our giving. So Abraham was tested. And why was Abraham tested? Abraham was tested because the blessing of becoming the father of many nations would have only been released if he gave his son. And therefore Abraham would be the father of many nations. Such a paradox. That this man of God had waited, waited not for a short time. He had waited for 25 years and God is asking him to give his son. Abraham did not hesitate. And I'm, I'm telling you there are some things you don't discuss with your wife. And I imagine if Abraham went to Sarah and asked Sarah, you know, God has said, let's offer Isaac as a burnt offering sacrifice. You can imagine the kind of, of conversation that will have emerged from there. And I'm sure Abraham would have had a very difficult time. But Abraham gave. He gave his son. He gave. gave giving back to God. Giving back to God what is of value to you. Probably Abraham would have said, no, no, no. I cannot give my son. Oh God, you gave a promise. You promised me that I'll be a father of many nations. You promised that you'll give me my son at an old age. And now you're asking for him. And not only just that, you're asking that I give him back to you as a burnt offering sacrifice. This means Abraham must kill his son. After killing his son, he must burn his son to become a burnt offering sacrifice. That was not an easy test. Are you ready to give God that, is, that which is of value to you? What is of greatest value to you that you will give back to God if you, if you really loved God so much then there will be nothing that you would spare from giving him. Nothing will stop you from giving him that, is, that which is of value to you. The father of nations would only receive his blessing of becoming the father of many nations by giving his only son as a burnt offering to God. The widow in First uh, Kings chapter 17 gave her last meal. She gave her last meal, the only meal that she had then. It was like she was giving her life it is in giving that you receive. You can never receive when your palm is closed. You can never receive with your, when your palm is, co is closed. We must open our hands by giving away that we may be able to receive. It is in giving that our palms are open even to receive. This lady in First Kings 17, the widow, she gave her last meal, that which was of value to her. And in giving, she was able to receive much, much more. How about the young boy in Luke 9, going on from verse 12 to 17? She gave her, he gave his lunch. The mother packed his lunch for him. But when the story of the 5,000 people uh, going through a time of hunger, they, they needed food to eat, this little boy gave his two fish and five loaves and did not hold back. It is in giving that we receive. The widow in 2 Kings 4, from verse 1 to 2, the Bible says, the widow gave 
She gave the little oil that she had. And it is from her giving that she was able to receive. My brother, my sister, God can never ask you to give if you don't have something to give back to him. We all have something that we can give back to God. The principle of giving is the principle that releases, unlocks the supply of God. The Bible says in Luke 6.32, Do not judge and you will not be judged. Do not condemn and you will not be condemned. Forgive and you will be forgiven. It is like what you are giving is like a deposit for what is coming. It says there in 38, Luke 6.38, Give and it will be given to you a good measure, pressed down, shaken together and running over, will it be poured unto your lap. For with the measure you use or you give, it is in the same measure that you will receive. The principle of giving unlocks our destiny supply. The Bible says also in Malachi 3 verse 10, bring the whole tithe into the storehouse. We are talking about strengthening your storehouse. Bring the whole tithe into the storehouse that there may be food in my house. The Bible says there, test me in this. God is asking the human being, he's asking the humankind, you and I, to test him. God was testing Abraham, but now he's asking you, he's asking me to test him in this. And, it's, and he says, says the Lord Almighty, and see if I will not throw open the floodgates of heaven and pour out so much blessing that there be not be a room enough to store it. I'm saying strengthen your storehouse. Expand your storehouse as you continue to give. God will definitely give back to you, not in the measure that you've given, but in a much greater measure. Because he's a God of increase. He's a God of multiplication. He's a God of addition. He's not a God of minusing, removing, and dividing. He's a God of increase, and he'll multiply and minister to you as you continue giving to him. Our second key, the key of faith. The Bible says in Genesis 22, verse 3 and 4, early the next morning, Abraham got up and loaded his donkey. He took with him two of his servants and his son Isaac. When he had cut enough food for the burnt offering, he set out for the place God had told him about. On the day, on the third day, Abraham looked up and saw the place in the distance. He said to his servants, stay here with the donkey while I and the boy go over there. We will worship Listen to that. We will worship and then we will come back to you. Abraham had so much faith in God and he believed that he will go and worship the Lord and come back with his son. So there was no doubt about him giving his son back to God because he had already made a resolve. I am coming back with my son. May God give us faith like the faith 
of Abraham. In Hebrews 11 verse 17, the Bible says, By faith, Abraham, when God tested him, offered Isaac as a sacrifice. He who had embraced the promises was about to sacrifice his one and only son. Even though God had said to him, it is through Isaac that your offerings, your offsprings will be reckoned. Verse 19 says this, Abraham reasoned that God could even raise the dead. And so in a manner of speaking, he did receive Isaac back from life. That is faith. Believing that regardless of the situation, you will choose to believe God. And in believing God, then God ministers to you. The widow in 1 Kings 17 verse 15 says she trusted, she believed the word of the prophet. She would have doubted the prophet. He was a stranger telling her to make bread for him. She would have said, no, I don't know you. I don't know where you are coming from. But she believed in the God of Elijah. What is this thing about your faith that has become a concern that you do not believe God can minister to you? The Bible is written so that you and I can be able to appropriate that God is able to minister to us and meet our every need. What I'm reading about are not just stories. This is the reality, the truth that sets us free from every condition and situation that we face. And therefore the principles of the kingdom remain. For the Bible says in Hebrews eleven sixteen, 16, without faith... It is impossible to please God because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that his rewards, he rewards those who earnestly seek him. We must believe in this God. We must believe in his promises because his promises are true concerning every situation that we face. In the feeding of the 5,000, the little boy surrendered his meal. He believed that the five loaves of bread and the two fish would be able to meet the need of the 5,000 people. He believed by faith that when this uh, lunch was in the hands of Jesus, something special was going to happen. Let me remind us, as I also remind myself, anything we put in the hands of God by faith will always multiply. Everything we put in the hands of God. And God is always asking, what do you have in your hands? And can you believe that I can do it for you? Do you believe that I can move you from this level to another? Pastor Ambrose has been sharing. And I remember even last Sunday he said, when it comes to giving our tithe, sometimes we are struggling. And it is only 10%, yet we are remaining with the 90. And there is something that Pastor Ambrose said. He said, start giving the 2%. And in your giving the 2% by faith, God will multiply what you've given in his hands. And by faith, it will come to pass. The little boy gave the five loaves and the two fish in the hands of God. By faith, it was multiplied to him. How about the lady also with the oil? She had that little oil, but she believed the word of the prophet. She believed the word of the prophet. Go into your house. Even with this uh, little container of oil, 
And she was told, go and ask for empty containers from your neighbors. Probably she would have said, this man is crazy. Doesn't he know the level of oil, the amount of oil in my jar? Does he know that this little amount of oil in my jar cannot feed all those uh, other jars that are being asked to go and look for? She believed the word of the prophet concerning her life and concerning her situation. This evening, there is something you need to release to God. There is something you, released, you need to release to God so that your blessings may come to you by faith. And probably you have been holding, holding on this blessing because you've not been able to give and you've not been able to trust God by faith. Abraham believed God and he received back his son. His son did not die. God provided a lamb and Isaac received back his life by faith. Faith is the substance of things you hope for, the evidence of things you see. Yes, God is able to meet you at your point of need. Let us believe in this God. He's a faithful God. And the last key, the key of obedience. The angel of the Lord in, verses, in Genesis 22, verse 15 to 18, said this, the angel of the Lord called to Abraham from heaven and a second time and said, I swear. Can you imagine? The angel swearing, I swear myself, declares the Lord, that because you have done this, God is waiting for you to do something. God is waiting for you to do something so that you can say, because you have done this, because of your sacrifice, because of your giving by faith, may the Lord say, because you have done this. And I have not withheld your son, your only son. It says again in verse 17, I will surely surely bless you and make your descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky and as the sand on the seashore. Your descendants will take possession of the cities of their enemies. It is going even beyond the, the increase in terms of having sons. It is going to the extent of the possession of cities. God is a God of multiplication. When we believe in him by faith and response to his word in obedience, he also responds in giving us even more than we have asked for. Your sons will possess the cities of their enemies. And through your offspring, all the nations of the earth will be blessed because you have obeyed me. God is looking for a man. God is looking for a woman who will obey his word that he may release his supply and his blessing upon him. The Bible says... In Philippians 4.19, and my God, and my God, who is your God? Who is your God? Is your job your God? Is your business your God? Is your career your God? Is your property your God? There is only one God that I know. The maker of the heaven and the earth. In Psalm 121, he talks about him. He's the one I look up to. And he's saying there that I am your God. And my God will meet all your needs, not some needs, all your needs according to the riches, the riches of his glory. It is talking about the increase of his glory, but the increase of his glory can only be found in Christ Jesus.
It is only in Christ that the heavenly resources can be unlocked to you. Therefore, my brother, my sister, as we finish this sermon, my prayer for you is that you'll be able to connect with this Savior, this Redeemer, that is the one, ultimate one, that will unlock not only your supply for this end of the world, but the supply of even the end and even the years and even the days ahead and even the future and even in glory. What is your need? Is it joy? Is it peace? Is it hope? Is it healing? Is it deliverance? Is it a financial challenge? Is it justice? You are looking for justice and you are not finding it. Probably in the court system. Heaven's resources are there for you. They will never be depleted. Trust in the Lord. He's a faithful God and he'll supply your need according to his riches in glory, but again through Christ Jesus, because it is in Jesus alone that the supply of heaven is unlocked to you. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you. May the Lord shine his face upon you. And may the Lord be gracious to you and meet you at your very point of need. God is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all you ask or need, according to his power that is at work even within you. Are you sick in hospital? Are you having a financial challenge? Are you discouraged? Are you lacking in peace? May God minister to you according to your need. Father, we thank you that you are our source. That you minister to our needs according to your riches, according to your increase in glory through Christ Jesus. And Father, we thank you this evening that we are connected with heaven and that heaven is responding to our needs. Father, we thank you and we bless you because we have prayed this in Jesus' name. Amen. May the Lord richly bless you.